0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again.
1: Yeah, yeah. From the Let's Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West
2: Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavicka live on ESPN 1063. Uh, something I've never heard before in a football broadcast on both Fox and CBS. To we'll hear that in just a moment. Also, Old men getting a little too touchy during the college football weekend and the worst flight experience in maybe world history. Minus, well, you know, crashes. Yeah. This state in the sky, that's good. I guess that's a win for everybody.
1: You got to appreciate those. Yeah. <laughs> you got to appreciate those. You go up, you come down.
2: Yep. Furs up. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're also going to talk with, uh, with my good friend from Qantas Club, Palm Beach Gardens, Skip Miller, in just a couple of moments about – the comedy college football rose coming up Friday where I dominate every year representing Florida Atlantic. It's coming up this Friday. We'll talk about it in just a second. Let me tell you, though, about Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ENT extraordinaire. He's our guy. He is our friend, and he is going to make your life a whole lot better whether you have ear problems especially ringing ears and all those issues, nasal problems, constant congestion. If you have throat concerns, tonsils, soreness, or you have a snoring issue, a lot of times all of these things can be traced back to structural problems. Dr. Neil Goldhaber has spent decades fixing those and fixing you and just making life a whole lot better. If that interests you, because it should, you don't have to live with these ailments. Go ahead and visit goldhabersinus.com. Get your consultation set up today. GoldhaberSinus.com, easy to get to. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, based in Boynton Beach. He's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, GoldhaberSinus.com. GoldhaberSinus.com, it's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, GoldhaberSinus.com. You know, Stone, I've been a Division I college football broadcaster for going on 15 years now. I'm a very old man, and I have never heard something that took place two different occasions uh, during this college football weekend. The first time that I heard this was Saturday. It was Gus Johnson. It was Fox. It was the Colorado TCU game. Early in this game, a missed field goal, and Gus Johnson called it incomplete. Here's the call on Fox. A 43-yarder. Luke Groza award. Watch list performer and it's incomplete as he pushes it wide right. The score remains fourteen seven. Like he just said it so casually. Ah, it pushes it right. It's incomplete. I, I've never heard that before. Have you ever heard a missed field goal called incomplete? Not once. So I was like, ah, you know what, it's week one. It's week one for everybody. Gus is getting himself reacclimated with Colin football, no problem. But then on, on CBS on Saturday, uh You had Rutgers and Northwestern. By the way, CBS pulled off the biggest TV atrocity in football history on Sunday. They fed to the nation, the entire United States, coast to coast, back-to-back games on CBS. We're not talking CBS Sports Network, but big old CBS. You know, previously, Ed Sullivan, David Letterman, proud CBS, Uh, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, proud CBS. They gave us back-to-back Rutgers, Northwestern, and San Jose State, Oregon State. I mean, just one of the biggest TV atrocities in the history of the invention. Unwatched. But Tom McCarthy, Rutgers and Northwestern, he dropped an incomplete as well. Here's Tom. 42.
1: Good snap, good hold, and it is on its way, and it hits the right upright. Incomplete. And Northwestern has a little something to take into the locker room at halftime.
2: So, I don't know what's happening here. And every year I make sure I check the new college football rules so I'm up to date. And of course, this year the biggest one is the clock doesn't stop after a first down unless it's within two minutes, either half. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not get the memo on calling a missed field goal incomplete. And so I'm wondering where this comes from. Stone, you played the sport for a long time. He threw uh, a lot of incompletions. He, uh, he did throw so. a lot of incompletions. So he knows a little something about him. Have you ever seen a missed field goal called incomplete?
0: I have not. I've not. I've also held. Snaps for a field goal kickers, place kickers all uh, and years And no years.
2: kicker ever said, ah, oh, that's incomplete. <laughs> oh,
0: that one's incomplete, coach. No, I've never heard it.
2: Like, is that a thing? Has anybody ever heard this?
1: Here's what, the one thing I'll insert right quick, just on behalf of these announcers. It is the same sign from the referees. The officials give the same sign for a no-good field Ooh. goal and an incomplete pass. So maybe, again, it's week one. You know their, their their brains still aren't fully ready and going. They're coming off of an off season where they might have had a drink too many, and they see that incomplete sign and boom, it registers. I don't know.
2: I mean, it could be, it could be. But these, I, I it's think not like, wanting to be trailblazers. But this is not the first go go-around for these guys. <laughs> We're talking Gus Johnson, and Tom McCarthy. They've got decades under their belts. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should just throw it in FAU broadcast. Please do. All right, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough right. for me. Uh, make it
1: on the away team though. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Friday, 6 o'clock, PBKC, Palm Beach Kennel Club, and uh, this is going to be, uh, well, a spectacle to behold. The Paddock Restaurant and, of course, Palm Beach Kennel Club, 1111 North Congress Beach, uh, North Congress Avenue, I should say, in West Palm Beach, uh, it is the 30, 31 freaking years, the 31st annual Comedy College Football Roast. I've been a part of it for about the last, well, I'd say seven years at this point representing Florida Atlantic, and here's the gist of it. FAU, represented. Florida State, represented. Florida, represented. UCF, represented. What do we do? We get up there and we talk smack about everybody's college football team. It's a very simple premise. Uh, It gets very R-rated at times. Hasn't gotten X-rated yet, but maybe this is the year. But the man who puts this on from the Kiwanis Club, Palm Beach Gardens, and this year it's presented by Northwestern Mutual. It's our good friend Skip Miller for a couple of minutes here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Skip, tis the season to roast one another in college football. How was your, uh, your first full weekend of college football?
3: Well, it was really interesting, and thank you. This is We do this every year, and this is the first year we've done it after football season already started. Yep. So Gators didn't look very good. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear a lot about the Gators. But on the other hand... FAU look great. UCF look great. Miami looked decent. By the way, Miami, we're still looking for a roaster. Okay. <laughs> so if anyone wants to give it a try, you know, give me a call, 561-838-4556, and we'll hook you up. And then I forgot about Florida State. Right?
2: Uh, and, there's, and Florida State, they, yeah, they, they, get, they sneak by. I, I'll say this, and this is the art of the roast. What's great here is that even in a year like Florida State, Right, uh, they, they look great, like you said. They had a really impressive win over LSU. We were talking about it. Of course, FAU can do no wrong, and that I, I handle that. Florida, it's going to be easy. I mean, really easy. But no matter how good a program is, it goes in ebbs and flows. You can still go back to the Jameis era. You can still go back to some of the more embarrassing moments, shoes when it comes to Florida State. There's always something to pull from. The uh, the toothless hillbillies from Tallahassee, like it's fine. You could talk There's o- never a
1: shortage. You could talk about one of their greatest college football players to come out of Florida State now disowning them on the yeah, public stage in exactly, Deion Sanders. De-
2: exactly. So Deion, Deion's out the door I'm now. I'm no. So, so, and, and what Skip said right now, still looking uh, for someone to represent Miami. I mean, think about it. Last year was so bad for Mario and company that anybody who wants to try and represent Miami in this college football roast, they have bailed because they don't have the guts. They don't have the fortitude because things are that bad for the Hurricanes. But if you've ever heard me talk college football and you say to yourself, oh, that guy sucks. He doesn't know anything. Uh, I'm tired of him ripping on the canes. Now is your opportunity. So this is Friday at 6 o'clock. Uh, go ahead and message me on social media if you're interested, at KLV1063, at KLV1063. This is your chance to go at me one-on-one face-to-face, without bodyguards involved. I have a very, very, very elaborate crew that protects me at all times, and I let my guard down for this event. 31st annual uh, Kiwanis Club of Palm Beach Gardens Comedy College Football Roast presented by Northwestern Mutual. Again, Friday at 6 o'clock. And, and Skip, we have a a bunch of sponsorship levels as well. I know that... uh, We've got individual tickets uh, at eighty-five dollars, ninety-five at the door. You've got a bunch of sponsorship levels here. This is really—I mean, this is an established event. This is an institution in this area. Thank you. Yes, and the
3: proceeds we use to provide college scholarships mm-hmm. to our local high school seniors, and we focused on those who have made a lot in the way of community service. So. For us, it's not just about the grades. Grades are important, but what you do with the rest of your time is important, too. And if you want tickets, you can show up at the door at the paddock room at the Kennel Club, or you can go online uh, to our website, www.pbgkiwanis.com, and you can order your tickets right there. Uh, I'm a Hurricane fan myself. Um, Let's go. I uh, was very happy with the way the game turned out this past weekend, and... uh, this Saturday against Texas A&M is going to be very interesting, but uh, I'll be there cheering for the Canes, and I'll be there Friday night, and hopefully someone will pick it up for us. Yeah, uh, and and Ken, you guys hear Ken on the air, and as funny as he is on the air, he's even funnier at our football
2: room, now. So. Now, I would, uh, well, first off, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> and I think anybody who re- listens to this show regularly knows that I got some comedic chops to me, right? So uh, how would you yeah. describe my performances uh, each year here, Skip? Because uh, – I, I I like to think I've held my own because you've got these bullies that represent Florida and Florida State for so many years. Andy Treadwell at Florida, Graham Elder at Florida State. I came in. I was a little late to the party, and I feel like I have successfully elbowed my way between them, and I've become one of the elite performers of this roast. Definitely. Yeah. Don't, Don't lie, Skip. Come on. Definitely. Don't lie, Skip.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Skip. Right. Is- Act like Ken's not there. We're not on Ken Levick Alive. It's just you and us, Skip. It's you, me, Stone Lebanowitz. Is Kane really give him a grade between you know F and A, and don't be afraid to go?
3: Build. I I give him an A minus. Oh, oh wow! And um, the, the only reason I don't give him an A is because he, he doesn't have the fan support at the event.
2: That's right, and that's not my fault. <laughs> that's not my fault. I need I uh, you know what? I honestly I just need people. Who, even if you don't cheer for FAU. Just come cheer for me. Mm. (laughs) Just come cheer for me, Ken Levicka Nation. Just come out and cheer for me. Um, uh, But again, this is Friday at 6 o'clock, 31st Annual Comedy College Football Roast at the uh, Paddock Restaurant, PBKC, Palm Beach Kennel Club. It is super fun. It's a whole lot of fun. Uh, And this ain't no Drew Barrymore show. This isn't Kelly Clarkson. Uh this isn't G rated. We're not talking Disney here. This is R rated stuff. We swear we have fun. We curse like sailors. It's a good th- it's a good time. A good adult time, skip. Definitely. Do not bring your children. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kids not allowed. Bring, right. your, bring your parents. Do not bring your children. <laughs> yeah. And for those who want to cancel me, I know I've got enemies out there. Don't bring your phone. You're not allowed to record. Mm. Don't bring your phone. I'm not getting canceled. That's
1: all I was, was going to do. I was going to IG live it. You.
2: Here <laughs> I was going
1: to IG Live the whole thing.
2: Uh, so so the the Comedy College Football Rose, presented by Northwestern Mutual, put on by the Kiwanis Club of Palm Beach Gardens, 31st annual. Again, individual tickets, $85.95 at the door. But uh, how do people get tickets again, Skip, before uh, before Friday? Uh, go to our website, www.pbgkiwanis.com. PBGKiwanis.com, PBGKiwanis.com. Go ahead and get your tickets to see me rip apart other college football programs in the state of Florida. You can come and heckle me, but I got to say, I'm pretty quick on my feet, okay? You can do whatever you want. And if you want to represent Miami, bring some pride back to the Hurricanes, because currently in Palm Beach County, Uh, We're talking cowards. Cowardice reigns supreme amongst Canes fans because they will not represent Miami at this college football roast. Hell, UCF, the fake national champions, have a representative, but not proud five-time national champion Miami Canes fans. You're cowards. Not surprised. Cowards. I'm a cowardice Canes fan myself. That's right. You still have time to jump in. You still have time. How how can people uh, – I'll have people message me at KLV1063 if they want to represent Miami. I'll let you know, Skip, once we get to that point too. Um, but we'll have someone fill the vacancy uh, that's been left by cowardice. Cowardice when it comes to the Canes. Friday night, 6 o'clock, uh, pbgkiwanis.com. pbgkiwanis.com. Get your Get your tickets for the 31st Annual Comedy College Football Roast, starring yours truly, Ken Levicka, representing the beloved Florida Atlantic Kiwanis Club of Palm Beach Gardens, is presented by Northwestern Mutual. Skip Miller, thank you, as always. I'm looking forward to it, and a rare once the season starts, Roast, where you have material uh, at our disposal. So, Skip, I'll see you Friday. Thanks for coming in, Great. sir. Thank you for having me. That is Skip Miller, again, Kiwanis Club of Palm Beach Gardens, uh, the Comedy College Football Roast. Paddock Restaurant, Palm beach kennel club friday september eighth, this coming friday from 6 to 8 p.m when we return i don't know what in the world mac Brown was doing on saturday it was super weird though and a college football coach is trying to pawn off his underage daughter on one of his players Mm-mm. what he's theo dorsey wtpv news channel 5 i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3 The sound of horns and things you hear, the ambiance. Wow, that really painted the picture.
1: (laughs) It did. Wait, what was that?
2: Uh, That was uh, Kodak Black, Broward County hip-hop legend, running FAU out of the tunnel Saturday before the Owls dismantled Monmouth.
1: Yes, sir. Kodak
2: Black is repping Florida Atlantic, Tom Herman and Company. Why not?
0: (laughs) Yak in Florida Atlantic. It's a lot better than the... uh, Team singing together in the locker room with them, throwing around all the explicit stuff. Yeah, him yeah. running them out was cool as himself. Yeah, I, I had, had got
1: it. a, a text better
0: than Antonio
2: Brown, who showed up last year and started <laughs> playing an FAU band member's sousaphone.
1: Yeah, a little bit better.
2: I'm good if Antonio Brown doesn't show up to any FAU events anymore.
1: I got the. Uh, no. I almost came to the game because I got the tip on the on the Kodak Black thing yeah? on Friday night, but instead I just told Tyree to get there early to get it on video. All uh,
0: right, you but locked was, in on Kodak.
1: I got yeah yeah I got some context. the Kodak contacts huh? I'm on the Kodak beat
0: so it, it wasn't FAU football that was gonna bring Theo out not Tom Herman <laughs> who was gonna bring Theo out not Ken Lavica who was gonna bring Theo out yeah but once he heard Kodak yeah he's there, like I'm
1: out well I was off on a holiday weekend like and it was a Saturday I'm like I could make it there but then I was gonna have to cancel some plans um but no I'm happy that that Yak came out there with him he's rocking with FAU especially after what happened to his uh his old guy
2: yeah uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's the Gators. Florida Gators. Yeah. Uh, he's rocking with winners. Yeah. Um and and, and, and again, great job by uh by Tyree Smith getting the footage, getting the the must-have shot for yes, uh for sports Saturday night, WPTV News Channel five, Kodak Black bringing FAU out. Great highlights. the win before Monmouth. Man. And then if you read about it at WPTV.com,
1: don't do it. Don't.
2: They uh it's 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 not Corey Thompson, it's Casey Thompson with five touchdown passes. Ask the pros.
1: Serious question, though, Ken, like, because I didn't watch it live, and I watched back the highlights, like, FAU, like, big improvement from last year, like that. I mean, I feel like the playmakers are –
2: They're fun. They got the same playmakers. Uh, there's a better coaches.
0: Or is Monmouth also bad? I mean, Monmouth. Is, they're a good FCS team. Yeah, Monmouth's no competition for right. Fort Atlantic.
2: Yeah, right. FAU did what they had to do, yeah. a, a non-drama opening game. It just and looked five really touchdown good. passes from Cason Thompson. I will say this um, – if Jordan Travis didn't exist, you make the argument 2023 Casey Thompson is the best state of Florida quarterback. Oh, my goodness. Don't do
1: that. Yeah. Tyler Van Dyke is he's not. Better.
2: I think he's better than Tyler he's Van Dyke. He's not better than Tyler Van Dyke. I think he's better than Tyler Van Dyke.
0: It's Tyler Van Dyke, by the he's way. no too. longer TV dinner either. We, we lost that. He got Van Dyke trademark.
2: Casey Thompson's better than Tyler Van Dyke.
0: Stop it. I don't you know. You can't
2: say that out loud. Don't say that. I said it. One more time, it. then. I'm not scared of it. Say it with your chest, K- then. Casey Thompson's better than Tyler Van Dyke. And Van Dyke.
1: So you told me that Miami of Ohio win didn't get things going for you, man?
2: Uh, We'll talk about that in a second. I actually, like, I found myself, one, that game was endlessly boring, which is good. Like, that's good. Uh, That's a good thing. You don't want any drama with Miami of Ohio. Um, I was actually, I was impressed by the Canes. I I really liked what I saw when I was out there on on Friday. What I want to do, though, first is um, we've had a run of old men getting in people's personal space, and I don't understand why, and I don't know if this is a generational thing. I don't know if uh, this is some sort of power complex. It it started last week during the FIBA, the Basketball World Championships, when German coach Gordy Herbert, he is 64 years old. He, in a timeout, Dennis Schroeder of the, the Lakers was joined with a teammate during a timeout. And this is a game that Germany won. But Gordy Herbert wanted Dennis Schroeder to sit down on the bench. And, and Gordy Herbert, he goes to, to Dennis Schroeder. He's like, hey, sit down, sit down, and grabs his arm. Literally grabbed grabbed Dennis Schroeder's arm, the 64-year-old man. Schroeder then said chill out, chill out, let go. And the coach goes, you don't tell me what to do. Schroeder responded with, you're not going to touch me like that. You're not going to touch me like that. And it turned into an altercation between the two. And I got to say, like, I understand a coach wanting to get control of his huddle, but who is Gordy Herbert to be grabbing a professional basketball player like Dennis Schroeder? Any player, but especially an NBA guy who's making millions yeah. and grab him by the arm... And, and try and drag him to the bench. What are you doing? Who do you think you are? This ain't, this ain't high school, man.
1: He learned the same thing Urban Meyer learned when he stopped coaching amateurs and college football players and went to the pros. Like, you can't, you can't handle grown men. You no. can't handle professionals like that.
2: I, I don't know if some of you listening think that NBA and NFL locker rooms are like what you experienced in high school where a coach is getting in your face and someone's grabbing a face mask and uh, being all macho and I'm the alpha, I'm the coach. I think some people still don't think that NBA and NFL locker rooms are actually like that. And I'll be the first to tell you, uh-uh. It does not work like that in the pros. When, when athletes start making money, there's a whole different set of rules for the coaches. Because if you're a coach and you don't grab their respect and you don't coach them with respect, guess what they're going to do? Turn on you. Mm. And you sure as hell don't make physical contact with them because you know who's going to go first If a star and a coach get in a physical altercation by coach, we're taking the superstar, especially if the coach is the one who's initiating physical contact. I think there's a lot of people that think that NBA and NFL locker rooms, it's still the, I'm the
0: alpha coach. Come here, spit in your face. Oh, grab your face mask. Uh Uh-uh, kid. Yeah, if you're a head coach, you get in, you get out. Of course, there are guys like Dan Campbell, right? The rah-rah who are going to get you going for a little bit. But but I promise you, Dan Campbell's (laughs) not punching guys in the chest. Absolutely not. But once that message is given, he's out the door, and that's the player's locker room. It's professional sports here. There are millions of dollars on the line. And also, these guys don't need to be pumped up like that. They don't need to hear any uh, lose yourself by Eminem. Like, just none of that. You got your earbuds in. You do your thing. You handle your business like a professional.
2: So, I don't know who Gordy Herbert thinks he is, but grabbing Dennis Schroeder, bad idea. Mm -mm. Um, And then we had coach-on-coach touching on Saturday night. North Carolina, South Carolina, where 72-year-old Mac Brown, (laughs) after the game at midfield, Shane Beamer, head coach of South Carolina, is significantly younger, by a good 30 years or so. Um, is there audio of this? There's
0: audio. You we don't, I don't think we need it. it yes. I don't think we need it. Five seconds.
2: Um we don't need it. Uh Mac Brown, they they initially shook hands and were talking, right? Mac Brown and Shane Beamer, midfield. And then as Shane Beamer is going to, to walk away, Mac Brown then grabs him by the throat and pulls him back in for a second part of the message. I've never seen that before. Mac Brown literally grabbed Shane Beamer by the throat to bring yeah. him back in to tell him one more thing. And I don't think that it was malicious. I don't think he meant to, to hurt Shane Beamer, Mac Brown, um, because I think you know, everything was fine. It was kosher. They were smiling. Shane Beamer, though, leaned in for Mac Brown to say one more thing in his ear. Yeah. Anybody else and, and a grown man is grabbing another grown man by the neck? That's a punch. That's punches thrown yeah. and Shane Beamer just took it. I've never seen someone, "Hey, hey pal, come here. I want to tell you something. I love you." Neck grab, bring him in. Yeah. What is that? What is Mac Brown doing there? Was he going for his his his, his cheeks, which is even more or just as disrespectful to bring him in? Like what is he doing? Why why do older people, older men Think that they can just grab, 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 grab. It doesn't work like that. Respect personal space. German head basketball coach Mac Brown. You're not going to be grabbing stars. You're not going to be grabbing people by the neck, Mac Brown. Even if you know him. What's happening here?
1: What I'll say too, though, is is it let to me it was less physical altercation, less like heated, more kind of kind of intimate. Like that looked like a third date. End of the night move right there. He reached over, grabbed his neck, and then
2: whispered in his ear. I didn't know what was coming next, but I guess I the- n- I've had several intimate moments in my life <laughs> with a woman. <laughs> It's never involved me, so I can whisper sweet nothings into her ear, preceded by me grabbing her by the neck. It was a
1: soft grab on the neck. He just placed his hand on his neck and then brought his face over. And Shane Beamer kind of went with it. It was again, I mean, it was the hitch eighty twenty move. How
0: about you tap his chin as opposed to grabbing him by the neck? I mean, you have experience, yes, but with another male. I mean, I don't think so. This is a whole nother this ball. Is game. Different. This, this is, is different. There, there's our levels. To this. I've so never Mac-
2: seen another man. Uh, uh, grab another man by the neck so they can say something like, hey, tell your dad I said hello.
0: Well, when me and you part ways today, I'm going to give you a yeah. little taste of, of the Mac Brown yeah. and Shane Beamer. But, but in, in all seriousness, though, <laughs> this has a lot to do with being old. And two, as corny and cliche as it sounds, of course, it's going to be me here, but coaching is a fraternity. Like, you could tell it was intimate. These guys loved each other. It was Shane Beamer thought <laughs> Shane Beamer thought nothing of it. And just imagine what he said in there. Come on in here, Shane. I think he might have been reaching for his chest, but ended up grabbing his neck because no. he didn't want him to get away. It was he too loud. He literally twice put on his chest.
2: fingers around his neck.
0: He
1: and then patted he, him twice on the chest, yeah. two pats, and then a grab on the throat. He
0: knew what he was reaching for, and, and he, he went and got and it. And then he brought it in and said, you know what? I, I, I love you. And I love what you're doing with ear. these kids. You keep it going. Like I'll call it, you later.
2: What happens if Lane Kiffin, after Ole Miss and Alabama play this year, Lane Kiffin walks to midfield, and he has one more thing he needs to say to Nick? so he grabs him by the neck to bring him back in. How do you think Nick is handling that? (laughs) How do you think if Nick Saban did that to or does that to Jimbo Fisher this year after the game against Texas A&M? You
0: think that's going to be well-received? That That is not right. That's different than a 72-year-old and a really corny, classic guy like Shane Beamer. Like It works for these two. A neck grab is a neck grab. It's a grandpa move. No. My, my gran- grandpa another grabbed me by the neck. But yeah. He grabs you by the back of the neck and brings you in for a hug. But th- he
2: gripped this
1: dude's throat yeah. and brought him in. That's one all time,
2: I'm saying. One time my grandpa, who did wear cowboy, bo- cowboy boots all the time, did kick me square in the ass. I was yes. like seven years old. Same and he a message, he, he kicked me square. But you were acting I, up. It was one of those that hit the tailbone. And then, like it, you felt like the the vibrations from it all the way down through like the under struck a nerve. Yeah, they really? <laughs> hit the undercarriage nerve, and then you felt it all the way back up. That hurt. Matt Brown kicked his ass, then grabbed him by the throat, though. Because
1: they beat them 30 what was it, yes. 31-17? Yeah, 31-17. Yeah. Proverbial
2: that, ass beating, a literal neck grab.
1: And yeah, that North Carolina uh, defense looks good.
2: Do old men have a personal space problem? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on social media at KLV1063. Do old men have a personal space problem? We have 64-year-old German basketball coach grabbing Dennis Schroeder in a timeout and Mac Brown grabbing Shane Beamer by the whole ass throat. To tell them something, I'm assuming lovingly, after their game Saturday night, North Carolina and South Carolina. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 And on social media, at KLV1063. Do old men have a personal space problem? 888-760-3776. When we return, the worst coaches quotes From a college football weekend, you're going to want to stick around for this. He's Theodore, CWTPV News Channel 5. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: From the NHR
2: and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Pat messages in talking about old men in personal space. Did you see the video of Urban Meyer hitting on a cheerleader this weekend? Okay, so I don't know if he was hitting on a cheerleader. What I will say, Fox, this is during the Colorado TCU game. And they had, it was part of their big noon Fox, whatever it is. And so you've got uh, Stone, not Stone Labanowitz, but uh, what's his face? Something Stone. Is it Matt? Matt Stone, sure. John Stone. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, But then uh, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart. And the whole crew there, and then Urban Meyer, and they come back from a break.
0: You okay? I was I was watching the video. Oh, I got apologize. it. Oh, did you see the video? I, I, so they I'm come back.
2: I think he's flirting. They come back from a break, and they pan to the left, <laughs> which would be to the right side of the set. Urban Meyer's not on the set, but a cam- the cameraman, for whatever reason, inexplicably starts panning left outside the set, and there's Urban Meyer. There's Urban Meyer in close proximity, real close. Talking with an attractive young woman off to the side. He's got his shirt and tie on, his professional TV gear. He's not part of the segment, so what is he doing?
1: He got that dog. He's
2: next to a hot blonde. That man, between that and then being at his his restaurant in Columbus getting grinded on by a young blonde, he has a type, first of all. And two, Urban Meyer, what a dog. Still got game. (laughs) That man is a dog. You cannot leave him unattended on a college campus. (laughs) This
1: dude don't care what job he's at. He does
2: not care. (laughs) He doesn't care who's around. He doesn't care who's around. But man, I I don't know what that camera person's doing. doing? I'm sure Urban saw that. He's like, bro, what are you you
0: doing? Shelly is going to be pissed again. We just got over what happened last year. And for these cameramen, you. You know when oh, you're hot, right? Your light's on and the producer's oh, in here. Yeah. You're like, we're on four. We're on four. And yeah. he says, you know what? I'm going rogue. And he's going over here. He knows no, no, what's no. he knows. Do you think when happen. he saw
2: it, he's like, oh, no! Like, <laughs> Urban <laughs> why just spitting game. Why would he do herb like that? He is like a that? dog. That man is a dog. Oh boy's off the leash. Do older men have a personal space problem? 888-760-3776. Uh Wanted to. We have someone with a, an Evan review? Yeah, John from Jupiter. John in Jupiter. He listened to, uh, to Evan this morning. Evan Cohen's re-debut on ESPN 106.3 with Chris Canty. Michelle Smallman, 6 o'clock every day here on ESPN 106.3. What's up, John? Yeah, he did a fantastic job for his debut. Made everybody really proud. But, yeah, I, um, it really was, I was good. Really, I was very impressed. Uh, and and I, think about it. They just came together. They've never done a show together, and I thought it flowed very smoothly. It's great to hear Evan back on ESPN 106.3. And, John, I'll tell you, thanks for tuning in for it. Really appreciate that. And I'll pass that along to Evan. Monday, but I have one thing to
3: say. is When I try to call and ask him in person, Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. It's different. It's different it, it, over there.
3: And, and Pat, yeah. Pat and Nuno were running the board. Yeah. I don't know if they have caller ID. Yeah. But when I came to call back after I had to leave and go to work and call back in, and so it rang and
2: rang and rang, but they were taking other callers. Uh, yeah. So they must have caller ID. Yeah. it's a, right it's that, a tu- And we apologize. I'm glad you got through to us uh, here today, John. All yeah. right. So um, uh, let's let's hear. I want to make sure we, we do this before the show wraps. Uh, it was a weekend of terrible coach sayings. I mean, Josh, no. I don't know what coaches are thinking. I don't know what coaches are doing. Uh, do you want to hear from um, – we were talking about Shane Beamer. Why don't, we, why don't we hear from Shane Beamer?
1: Let's do that. Okay. Let's start there.
2: Stone, you watched North Carolina and South Carolina, right, on Saturday night, just a little bit of it? Yes, I did. What, what, do you, what would you say South Carolina's biggest problem was in their loss to North Carolina?
0: Hmm.
2: Probably not being able to stop that uh, Tar Heel offense. Yeah, the, the defense struggled, especially in the second half. Uh, Shane Beamer, after the game, he's frustrated. They don't have stats for him. But his, his biggest source of contention, what's on his mind? Uh, the, uh, the chain gang in Charlotte. Before the second half started, he was he was mad because they were too busy eating glizzies. Here's here's Shane Beamer. Do we have any stats? Anybody? It's kind of the story of the night. Clock was wrong the whole game. We're trying to kick an onside kick to start the
1: second half, and we got to wait on the chain crew because they're eating a hot dog. That's the only disappointing thing about tonight. So.
2: That's the only disappointing thing, huh, Shane? That's the only disappointing thing? Your defense couldn't stop anybody but the chain gang eating hot dogs before the second half starts. That was the most disappointing thing. I, I, I would say it's annoying, yeah. probably not the most disappointing. Nah, come on. Can we be – Can one thing, though. If you're on a chain gang, big-time college football game, can we maybe get the glizzy guzzling out of the way first 10 minutes of halftime? It's a 20-minute halftime. You got ten minutes to to wolf down some glizzies. Why don't you do it early instead of late?
1: But you know the thing is, they're trying to time it out. They don't know if it's going to be an overtime game. They don't know when they're going to get their next chance to get their hands on some glizzies. You got to get it in there early <laughs> uh-huh. and late.
2: Yeah, no, uh, that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, then there's uh, there's Jim Harbaugh who uh, served the first of a four game suspension for uh, Michigan uh, as as Michigan won in uh, week one. Jim Harbaugh had his Monday press conference, and boy was he impressed by his football team, and he dropped the most corny, the most cheesy coaching term I've ever heard in 39 years on this planet. Q. Jim Harbaugh. That, uh, the decisions you're making are are
3: um, complementary on all three phases. No, uh, there's no offense. There's no defense. It's, it's a wee fence oh. And...
2: Uh, <laughs> No offense, no defense, it's a we-fence. Can can I hear that one more time, Stone? Because you have to hear it to believe it. This is arguably the worst concocted coaching word that has ever been foisted upon us, a we-fence. Thanks, Jim. uh, There's no offense, there's no defense,
3: it's it's a (sighs) we-fence. I'm
0: going to tell you right now, I had a special teams coach when I played in college who called the special teams the we-fence. Right, so there was an oh. offensive defense, but the special teams, he's like, we're not a special team unit. We're a we-fence, right? We're going to bring the offense and defense together. That's what we are. That's who we are. And at the time, I was on special teams. I was a redshirt freshman, and I, you know, had to hold snaps. And, yeah, he threw that one out did there. Did you like that? Did, you, did that rile you up? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. But, I mean, college football, you got to look at coach like, yep. Oh, it yes ain't sir. no D, coach. It's a we. It's a we. And you got to buy in. Oh. I I got to
2: be honest. God. We-fence makes my sports soul want to die. I hate that.
1: Um are we holding hands as we run down the field?
2: Yeah, like that's Whing! so dainty. Come on, guys, we-fence. <laughs> Time to play some we-fence. hate that. Um, but then there's Eli Drinkwitz. He is, the, uh, he is the head football coach at Missouri. Mizzou! Um, there are a couple of things in life that make me uncomfortable. One of them is, hey... As the father of a daughter, I understand what this woman is going through. I hate that. You shouldn't have to have a daughter to understand that inappropriate behavior to women is inappropriate. Then there's the old coaches. I This man, this player, highest amount of character possible. So much character uh, that I would love him to date my daughter. Coaches love to do that. So it's a tale as old as time. Eli Drinkwitz, though, took it a step further uh, after uh, Mizzou uh, won over the weekend. Talking about one of his players. He, uh, he checked off the box of, oh, I'd have him date my daughter, and he checked off the box of, oh, yeah, by the way, my daughter's underage. Here we go, Eli Drinkwitz.
0: He put his butt on the line for everybody in this organization and every fan every single game last year with a torn uh, uh, um, whatever he had in his shoulder, and he never flinched. He never stinking flinched. And we asked him, hey, you want to take it? No. Does Doc say I can play? Doc says you're good. You can't injure it any worse. I'm in. I'm fighting my butt off for of this team. So, I got no questions about his determination or him putting Mizzou first or putting the team first. I guy's a team-first young man, and, and uh, he's got a girlfriend. Otherwise, man, I'd be trying to get him hooked up with my, once my daughter's turned 18
2: because
0: he's unbelievable.
1: Guys, I just looked up his daughter's ages.
2: How old? And there's two of them. There's, there's You're multiple You're not going to believe it. How old? 14.
1: Eight and six. Jesus that dude needs
0: to Christ. be arrested. That dude needs to, hey. My, once my daughter's turned 18, because oh. he's unbelievable.
2: Oh, my God. You know who that sounds like, Stone? Oh. You know who that sounds like? The same neighborhood as Don. It's the same neighborhood as Don. Do, <laughs> do you remember? Oh, oh my God. Oh no. It's just brutal. It's just we, brutal. We got to uh, get out of uh, here. Uh, uh, uh. <gasps> What's worse, Trump wanted to date his daughter for that? It might be that. That has to be worse. Oh
1: He's thinking God. ten years down the line. They're here. really eight and six. Yes, I just looked it up. Unless this article. What is lying, he, he has doing? Two
2: daughters. What is he doing? How are we on time, Stone? Right, maybe are we running out? We have too.
1: fifteen seconds. Oh my God. No, his daughters are young. I think maybe this one says he might have a twelve-year-old daughter. Either way. Either
2: way, that's not better. <laughs> that's the old Stoneham Ken Drinkwitch. You're creepy. Bye bye.